You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Mm. Wow, what a way to start a new year. Mm. Yeah, I don't know whether we should play your national anthem or our national anthem. I'm, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if we want to play either one right now. <laughs> <laughs> might, might not be a good idea. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's some crazy days. Crazy days for our government. Happy New that. Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Of I'm course, just, it was uh, last week, but now this week, everything is rolling again. Same yeah, old, same old. Right. Business that's as right. usual. Same thing, different day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but that's how we that's how we roll. That's how we do it. So you gotta gotta just get up and get going to the next day. I I do wake up every morning and and hesitate for just a second to see if I hear a trumpet call. I <laughs> I believe it could be that close. Oh so, man, I do too. The Can't way this wait. world's going. Cannot oh. wait. I gotta stop. I've I I've been watching you know, newscasts and podcasts. Yeah, because and you've been at home. And I'm at so home. now you've got time. And, oh. and it's driving you crazy. <laughs> well, it's just, no, it, what it is is that it's not that. I've, I mean, I've enjoyed every minute of being home, but it's just I've, I've got caught up on the on world events. Oh, yes, yes. And I'm telling you, man, I, I am like, I got to quit watching. I'm getting so angry and I'm getting so frustrated and I'm getting so turmoiled. And then, and then I, I stop and I think, oh man, Christ has got to be coming. It's got to be today. Amen. It'd be okay with me. Be okay with me. Well, let me say this. We, we need to give some condolences some, to some dear friends of ours. Um, yes. During, during uh, the Christmas season, we're obviously recording this, uh, past that. Um, our dear friends, the Claytons suffered a yes. tremendous Tremendous hurt um, just before Christmas. Uh, Phil and Sharon's son, Dusty Leper, uh, from Knoxville, Tennessee, passed away. 38 years old, had a yes. massive heart attack. Passed away, left his beautiful wife, Becky, and two awesome boys. Yes. And um, our hearts are just oh, absolutely we, we ache. We just torn. ache for them. Their family has suffered some serious loss and heartache of, lo- yes. of late. And yes. uh, so... We love them. We appreciate them, and our hearts definitely go out to them. And uh, wow, I'll tell you, I just I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So, God bless them. I, I mm. thank the Lord for a lot of friends. I mean, the Lord has really blessed me with a lot of friends, and I'm I'm humbled by it. But I would say my my four greatest friends. One is in heaven, Brother Dave mm. Cook. Then yeah. you and Stephen Phil Clayton. The, yeah. Those four have been, you know, in, in my closest, you know, always circle. felt as yeah. my closest circle. And, uh, man, anytime anything happens to any of us, you know, mm-hmm. we just, we I feel like it's happening to us. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I think of their girls as my girls. Um, yes. They lived with us when they started out in ministry. They lived with us for a while. 
you know, I rocked those girls to sleep at night and, and yep. you know, had close contact when Phil was here in Canada. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, he passed so, there about yeah. how long? Uh, it was 10 years, I think. Yeah, you guys are only about an hour away. Yeah, yeah. Got together long, a lot. Was, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just saw, I just went through some old pictures yesterday. I was looking for something. I found an old picture and it's their family and our family at Canada's Wonderland. Oh my oh, goodness! Wow. I, I'll, I've got to get a picture and send it to you. It's That's amazing. Right. Phil, Phil looks yes. like he's twelve. I look like I'm eleven. <laughs> you know, it was amazing. So yeah, even Larry and Lois were there. And uh, wow, and, and the, yeah, it was it was great. So yeah, so heart goes out to them. I'll tell yes, you the other thing I've seen while I'm home here is man, some of the political stuff um, going on between our countries. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable what's happening. Our our prime minister has lost his mind. I mean, it is it's unbelievable what's happening here. I, I can't believe it's our country. I can't believe what's happening. We're yeah. gonna bring in Dan next perfect, year. A perfect half- example of someone who has their mind has been given over. God's yes. given them over over to reprobate thinking. Yeah. We are gonna bring in a half million people next year from other countries number one country india number two china number three muslim countries and i think we're seeing now around this world what happens when you have a major muslim influence absolutely when you bring islamists into your country and you see what happens i can only imagine what's going to happen if iran steps fully into this thing with israel and the U.S. has to has to counteract. I can only imagine what's going to happen. We with the have Arab had over a hundred attacks on our bases. I know a hundred attacks 100. on our bases. I can't. We shouldn't put it. up with even one. I know. Unbelievable. I know. I mean, what what a what a weak weak man sits on the quote unquote mm. throne or sits yeah. behind the Oval Office desk. Yeah. I, I will give him. It's I'm, I'm, I agree with you 100. percent But he knows if he pushes that button, if he if he goes after it, he's going to throw himself into a major war campaign. That's going to take time and money and people, and you know he's got an election coming up. So well, it's politics. no surprise though that we've been giving all of our weapons and ammunition to Ukraine yeah. and Israel. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. that they don't deserve any of it, but we're right. depleting our resources, and mm-hmm. so we have become much, much weaker. And so that whole idea of doing more, um, you know, we're going to be doing so much to our peril. And I yeah. would say that, you know, we've just got to be just, we need wisdom. We need people yeah. in government who know God, mm-hmm. who have mm-hmm. wisdom. I appreciate yeah. Uh, the Speaker of the House in the United yep. States, he is a godly man. I mean, he's yep. not just a saved man. He's a godly man with amazing wisdom. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have that man in that position. We have some Christians in our government, but they carry no real power or authority. And that's that's a shame. That's a crying shame. Um, I'll tell you, too, you know, watching some of these things, I, I've really begun to ask you know what is government? Why do we have a government? What's what's our place in government? And you know how how far do we go in defending our government? And so that's that's my question. So this week, let's take a look at that. Let's yep. talk about that. Yep. 
And you have a better pulse on this than I do. You're in it every day. You're involved in, you know, some things. In fact, we're going to have to take a break in our recording uh, uh, today um, so that you can watch a political statement being made there in Ohio. So um, I, I know how I feel and see. And, of course, our governments are different, so that's a little bit different, but not mm-hmm. much. Um, but l- let's let's go ahead and take a look at that. And I think today if we could start with the purpose of government. Yep, absolutely. What's the purpose? What's the purpose of government? Why do we have it? Well, we've got to always go back to the Bible. That's the problem is even believers will try to sidestep the Bible. So the source of all knowledge and all wisdom mm-hmm. is God's word. And so... It's the source of the Word of God, and the Spirit of God opens up our eyes to be able to understand it because the Bible is a spiritual book. It is living. It is a spiritual book. And so one of the greatest chapters I can think of is Romans 13. I mean, there are so many things there in government, and we find in Romans 13, verse 3, it says that rulers are not a terror to good works but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same, for he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger, to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. So so there's the purpose of government. Government exists... So society can have a sense of law and order. That's the reason government exists. So uh, it's just the fact that without government, we're left to chaos. I'll tell you why we have government. And this may be different. This is for Israel. But Israel said, we want a king. They had a a theocracy. Yeah, they still had government. Yeah, God ruled. Yeah, they they had an organizational government. But they wanted a king. And boy, did they learn quickly. They should have just stayed with God's rule, but uh, that's that's where we're at too. I mean, the, the heathen nations had kings, and Israel thought it'd be better if they did, and so now we do have a leadership. We don't have a king, but we have leadership, and we have people that govern us, and hopefully in our democratic societies that we both have, you know, we're able to choose those that would better rule over us, but I'll tell you what, of late, we've seen some terrible choices made in leadership in our countries. Yeah, uh, I think that the United States has had the closest thing to what Israel had before they had kings in the fact that we are a constitutional republic. And there were uh, a lot of good and godly men who helped write these laws that govern us. And they set up our government in such a manner that it would be very difficult to change quickly. Because the whims of people are, are so fickle, and we wind up wanting change just for change's sake. And so they really, I, I think that it's been used by God, but it isn't for everybody. Uh, but government itself is. Uh, yeah. The organization of government is ordained by God. And so the purpose of government is to reward the good and to punish the evil, the, the mm-hmm. people, that there's a reward for doing good, for being a good citizen. Uh, so then that means you need either 
just and fair laws or just and fair people who will carry out those powers, whether they're kings or whatever, because many governments now are uh, they're sort of limited, uh, you know, monarchies. And they've got like in your instance, you know, a parliament that will, you know, supposedly check uh, the power of the prime minister and the mm-hmm, same with us, mm-hmm. you know, the three tier system, uh, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's a problem because in both of our countries, our governmental leaders have learned how to manipulate and to uh, influence others that they might have more power than they really should. And we saw that here during COVID when our prime minister enacted the War Measures Act and went after those truck drivers and arrested Mm -hmm. them, had their trucks impounded, Mm -hmm. seized their bank accounts, stopped the the flow of money from the United States into Canada to support them. I mean, it it was insane. And he got away with it. Well, that's that's where, to me, it's it's the citizens in Canada that permitted that. I know you say, well, what can we do? I'll right. tell you what, you know, if you have a bigger march and you sit out of schools and you yeah. start marching on your local governments and they put pressure on the, you know, the uh, uh, your territorial governments and, and yeah. provincial governments, I, I mean, it winds up, you know, I mean, it, that's where, you know, if we're standing for right, sometimes that's what we got to do. Right. Here's the problem in our country, and you, you don't have as much, but there's the same influence of the press. Our government supports the main news base, the the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. They support them for millions of dollars every year because it's Canadian. Mm -hmm. They give them millions in funding, and in turn, they write whatever that government leader at that time wants, and And, they're very liberal. And it's even stricter now. Oh, yes. With the measures that they passed that no one's even permitted to yeah. give the news unless they give the yeah. permission. That's right. That's right. And and they're saying you have to pay for the right to broadcast in any form in Canada. So we just had uh, Brother Levi Tyrrell and his dear wife, Aloma. They're out in British Columbia, and they're home for Christmas. And he said, my friends are sending me newscasts um, on my fo- to my phone. They're texting them to me, and I am an- unable to watch them in Canada because they, they come from the U.S. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, we are in a, and I hate to say it, we're, we're in a communist re- regime here now. I mean, when yes. when your government's saying you will not see the news from other countries, you will well, not that's get what, that so, unless they pay Socialism us. is communism light. Socialism yes. and communism are the same, except mm-hmm. socialism is pretending they're compassionate, but they mm. they always turn into you know a communist run you know right. organization right. right and and we've had this conversation i mean america's not that far behind us no i mean you're you're a socialistic nation it's just not broadcast Absolutely. it's not accepted but it's it's coming and and we see it here and and the government that you've got right now i'm telling you they are mirroring mirroring everything that is happening here there california is canada it's canada and it's just it's sad to see because we we had a stronghold there that we, we kind of looked to that we thought maybe maybe there'd be some help but i don't know we're in trouble so 
um, how much time now? The book of what did we write? What did we read from? Romans. Yeah. So, um, how many Caesars? And, yes. And those were good and godly people. Yeah. No. And no. they had absolute authority. I know you can argue the Senate versus you know, but yeah. once once the Caesars started, Caesars were a god. And the yep. Senate would argue with them and on and on. But that's basically what it was. So, But then they would die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. a new God would spring up. Exactly. So, I mean, they demanded worship. They didn't demand loyalty. They demanded mm-hmm. worship. Mm-hmm. So how much time did the Apostle Paul and Barnabas and Silas and all of the other people all the other uh, people that were under the Roman heel, how much time did they spend trying to overthrow government? No, they didn't. Not at they all. Didn't. Because no, government no. government itself is ordained of God. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And and so as you as you're thinking of the purpose, the purpose of government is to coalesce everybody under um one system and that system should it it was intended by god to reward the good and punish the evil so that's why we don't take matters into our own hands and if somebody kills one of our family members it's the it's the government's job to execute that that killer you know Mm -hmm. um if some nation invades us it's not, you know, let's say Florida, Miami, Dade County, all that gets invaded by Cuba. Well, it's yeah. not it's not up to Dade County itself to go back and, and fight a war with Cuba. Now it's our entire government, uh, uh, you know, that is going to go to war to protect its citizens or should. What happens if somebody invades, like, say, over your southern border with, like, 400,000 people? <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll never happen. <laughs> you got a partial wall that'll keep them out yeah so an invasion is an invasion it is you know to, to come with arms or to come you know with with other kind of malicious intent and no arms you know an yeah. invasion is an invasion so but yeah. that's the purpose of government and, and and so it's not murder when you go to war no right it, it, that's why god permitted and sometimes even commanded um, Israel to go to war because Israel as a government, as a nation, mm-hmm. was used by God as a minister to chastise the sins of those other nations. So when right, Israel right. moved in, whenever Israel moved into what they called the promised land, you know, uh, before they went into Egypt, God said, I'm going to allow you to stay there for 430 years because the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And Mm. so over 430 years, those Gentile nations became so wicked and so vile and so corrupt. Right, Uh, right. Anything ring a bell? Um, They became so wicked and vile that now God was going to use Israel to chasten, to chastise those other nations by war. And his intent was to exterminate the wickedness that was going on because those nations were promoting great wickedness as a nation. Right. 
And that's the question people put forth to me all the time, and you as well. You know, the Old Testament's a bloody portion of the Bible, a lot of killing, a lot of war. And why would a loving God want to wipe out men, women, and children? Why would he tell Israel to go in and wipe out men, women, and children? And you've just answered that question. Yeah. And and the other reason was, in my study, the, the social diseases that were attached to those people that were living in that debauchery, Israel coming in from the desert, you know, 40 years wandering through the desert, coming into this country where they've got no immunity to any of those things. God said, you got to wipe it all out. You got to burn it, man. You got to, you got to disinfect for the safety of their people. So that's part of it. But let me ask you this. God sets up Kings and God takes Kings down. Bible tells us that puts those things in place. How and when do we as Christians correct the purpose of government when that purpose goes awry well i think that we answer that on wednesday we will answer that on wednesday we will we will and uh our time is gone so we're gonna leave it there excellent 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 um yeah and i i will i will start by saying this i've heard a number of preachers especially a lot of younger preachers say you know, we just need to obey the government. Just obey the government. That's The Bible tells us to obey the government. Well, I think there are times when we don't obey the government. And we're going to look at some of that on Wednesday. So stay tuned for that if you would. Any teaser you want to give to Wednesday? We're going to be looking at some principles. I think three major principles about okay. government that if you don't get it down, you're going to be walking crooked your whole life. Right, right. And I will say this with God in ultimate control. Um Israel as a nation, Israel in the north had no good kings, not one. And Judah had two of, what, 19? Um, yeah, so Israel was no stranger to bad governing either and well, got allowed today. at that times. So yeah, is, Israel, is Israel blessing God today? And people say, no. well, absolutely is because Jehovah. No, Jesus is God. They're not blessing God today. They've rejected, as a nation, they've rejected uh, his sovereignty and his son. But yet, government is still proper and right. And and what's going on with the Palestinians is the fact is that, that they, as a group of people with a very wicked government, as it is, uh, are uh, are just attempting to do commit all kinds of atrocities, mm-hmm. and and they've got everything upside down. So, yep, yep, yep. Okay, we'll leave it to Wednesday. Uh, good to see you, and uh, good be to with see you. Today. you. And uh, we're going to be together in just a little bit here, and spend a little bit of time together. And yep. I'll look forward to that for sure. Awesome. So until then, until then, God bless you, my friend. Have a great day. I'm Al Stone. I am in St. Thomas, Ontario today, where the weather is unusually kind. Uh, I see blue. There's blue up there. I, I'm not sure. Wait. I, I hear yeah. Barney Fife. Balmy breezes blowing. Balmy breezes. <laughs> That's what it is. Let me get my harmonica out and join you. <laughs> I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Please don't forget to uh, give us a rating and review. And, of course, subscribe. That helps us on your favorite podcast listening platform. There you go. That's Tim Talks. We'll be back on Wednesday. We'll look forward to seeing you then, eh? And until then, have a great, great day. This is Tim Talks. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.